another episode of am i the only one the podcast hey (laughs) (laughs) um as always before we get into it i have to always encourage y'all to go one subscribe to the site at www.amitheonlyoneonelikenumerical.org and then follow us on social media our Instagram is underscore am I the only one and that one is spelled out. And we've been getting like low key a lot of um what the marketing people call that. Um when people talk back to you. I'm trying feedback? to not not that. <laughs> um not feedback, but you know, like when people say, interactions. Oh, yes, there we go. <laughs> yes. So if y'all want to keep it up, a lot of people be texting and DMing me, but y'all can go ahead and DM the page if y'all, yes. <laughs> y'all Right. But I really appreciate all the feedback. So go ahead, follow us, DM us. You know, if you have any questions, comments, or want to hear us um, talk about certain subjects. So I'm going to give it to Aisha so she can tell us about the last podcast. What happened? Yeah, on the last podcast, we had a special guest. We had Connect With Lo, um, who is Lauren from Detroit. She is an entrepreneur as well as an event planner and just the all-around, like, boss. You know, she be in the rooms connecting and doing what she's supposed to do. So, Connect With Lo. Um, (laughs) So, we talked with her about pivoting in 2021. Because as you know, last year threw us a big curveball that we are still dealing with, which is COVID. And with a lot of different industries, especially the event planning industry, um, a lot of people were affected by COVID and had to really like change up plans and really um, change directions. So who better to talk to other than Lauren, who gave us some insight about what she's been doing, how she has pivoted, how she has just really changed directions and still keeping her head up during these times, and then what she's planning to do in the future. So if you need some inspiration or if you need um, some type of insight on what you should be doing if you're in event planning or even just in general about how you can just be making the best out of this time, Definitely go check out that episode. I um, mean, it should be the most recent episode that we uploaded. So take a listen to that one. Yeah, so I really enjoyed the Connect With Low episode. And I'll just say one last thing. I really like Lauren because she's still nice. And you know, <laughs> you do not like the mean girls. So shout not out to all. you, Lauren, for still being nice. Yes. Um. So... All right, we had a live. Was this last Friday? Yes, last Friday. Last Friday, we had a live call. Am I the only one who still cares about the environment? And we wasn't, which is so refreshing, first of all. Yes. I really want to shout y'all out for, one, coming to the live, and two, being super interactive and letting us know how you guys reduce your carbon footprint. 
um, one of my friends sent me a picture uh, with her and her uh, guy was on a date and she sent me a picture like my boyfriend turned into y'all live and he got inspired so he's using this recyclable straw and I'm like see Aww. that's what it's all about okay exactly and then to be doing. a few of the ladies hit me up about uh you know the recyclable what I don't want to call it recyclable we should say reusable yeah reusable yeah reusable reusable menstrual products i know aisha she told us more about the deep cup i don't know where you get those yeah. so if y'all want to know about that y'all gotta ask her but <laughs> you can get them from like amazon and target they be in target i'm pretty sure they be in walmart now too because they're much more like get, getting more popular now mm-hmm. so definitely check on um definitely check target you can order from amazon like i said probably walmart and meyer too well, I get my reusable things from this place called Real, and I love them. And they like make products central, I mean, centered around menstrual. So, like the whole thing, like toothpaste, skincare, face mask, like ugh, they're amazing. And they definitely have been helping with my skin and my menstrual. So, shout out to them. Yes. And so, we have a special guest. Burr, 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 burr. But well, actually, before we um, introduce the special guest, <laughs> I do want to say that, like, I like have from since then. Have you been doing anything else since like the live to like be more conscious about like um, saving the environment or being yes. sustainable? Yes, I have not as much as I wanted to because this past week I had to travel. Yeah. So that kind of threw me off. However, I was drinking a lot of water out of the filter on the refrigerator and not bottles. <laughs> Good. So. Well, well, I traveled too, so that ain't really helped the carbon footprint. Where you go? Um, remember, we went to New Orleans. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm so like, what? <laughs> so that didn't really help the carbon footprint. Um, and, but I have been being more conscious of like making sure, like if we're not in the same room, turning off the TV, like, you know, like things like that to like, um, and also like, like you said, using our, we have metal straws, but just using those more often. And, um, but one thing I didn't do, which I need to remember to do is, um, cause we ordered some more groceries and I meant to tell them like, don't give us a lot of bags because you're just putting the groceries right in the car and I'm about to take them right in the house. It's not like, you know, I got to transport them from the store yeah. myself. So um, that's what I forgot to do. So that's what I need to remember to do going forward. So one well, to the grocery store tomorrow. So I am going to be sure to bring my own bag. Good for you. Yes. I'm going to be very conscious about this because the world are already crazy. Right, I gotta do my little, my little uh point two decimal percent to help it out. <laughs> exactly, it's like, like it's spring, but like I just didn't expect spring to be so warm so quickly. So yeah, it's very that's scary. That's all I'ma say. That's it's all I'ma say. Very, about very that. scary. Cause like in March we used to still getting snow. Yeah, still being cold. It's supposed to be like sixty degrees tomorrow. So I'm like. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, am I like, am I the only one that's like, think about this? Like, you know, like, mm, you're not. That's not it's normal. Really scary, actually. So, friends, y'all know what y'all need to do. Go watch that live. It's still on our page, so you can get some different tips. 
and let us know what you're doing since then or what you have been doing since then. So, yeah. Do you want to go ahead and introduce our guest? Um, okay. I guess I can introduce her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're keeping that same spirit alive with, inter- well, I wouldn't necessarily say interviews, but like conversations with some special ladies. And this special lady is Kia Smith. I'm not going to go through her whole bio. I'm going to wait till she join us, you know, to to give her her flowers or whatever. But she is a Chicago-based author and just all-around baddie. She has been, um, am I the only one supporter since day one? I'm talking about first event, okay? Every event. Like, she is a girl's girl, all about, you know, seeing all, all the girls succeed. So we'll be talking to her about self-love because she wrote a book on it, literally. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about how our self-love can translate and, you know, be seen in our romantic relationships, relationships with our friends and our family, and how sometimes, like, having self-love can have a negative effect sometimes like in your other relationships because you know people might be used to you being a certain way and once you know you get that self-worth up a little bit more things might change so self-love journey is not all you know pedicures and um face masks it can get real messy in that process amen i'm 100 with that and i cannot wait to talk with her so let's go ahead and get ready to bring her in okay all right. Okay, guys, welcome back to Am I the Only One the Podcast? And as promised, we do have a special guest, Kia Smith, the woman, the legend, the myth you hear. Hey. In the flesh. Yay. That's me. Hey, y'all. Hey. And she is the author. She has written Write Yourself a Love Letter. Um, she is a blogger for KiaSmithWrites.com. Am I am I correct in that? You are. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> event curator. Okay. Mm. Because not only is it a book, it's also an event. And she's also a journalist. I know she's interviewed some of Chicago's most influential people. Mm-hmm. So this is Kia Smith. Um, would you like to add a little bit more or did I cover it for you? I think you covered everything. But more than that, outside of my titles, I'm a woman first. And, Period. Period. You know, a Chicago woman at that. Um, at that. <laughs> um, and everything else afterwards. Like, I love storytelling. I love connecting people. I love, you know, just being able to talk my talk because I have a few things to say. <laughs> so I'm super excited, super excited to be on the podcast today. Okay, well, we are equally, you know, excited to have you. We're going to jump right into some convo. Cool. Um, we know that you are a writer. Mm-hmm. People know this. How long have you been writing? And, like, what led you to be a writer? I want to say, uh, I'll answer the second question. What led me to be a writer, um, first, I was, like, a really avid, avid reader. Um, Mm -hmm. started all the way back in elementary school and I think the very first time I wrote a story was maybe in like first or second grade and ever since then I was a kid 
who filled up notebooks full of like short stories and poems and um, sometimes even like songs too. Um, And so from there, but I've been a professional writer since I have been 15 years old. Okay. Yeah. So in high school, um, I was a part of an after school matters program called True Star Magazine. And they basically taught teens how to run a media company from top to bottom. So I was on the journalism team. uh, I was on the sales and marketing team. Um, I was on the street team, but I always came back to like the journalism team and like got my feet wet with interviewing and writing stories and doing uh, what's called op-ed pieces, so opinion editorial. Um, so for about the last twelve years, I've been a professional writer. Okay, so we know that you did write yourself a love letter. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's an event and a book. Mm-hmm. So which idea, like which um idea did you have first, the book or the event? Or did you like start the event to like test it and then make it a book? Like what was that process? Nope, it was actually neither. So it started, <laughs> it started five years ago in June of 2016. Uh, I was in undergrad taking a summer class and the summer class happened to be on social media before I even knew I wanted a career in social media and like marketing and stuff like that. And so we had an assignment where we had to uh, basically come up with a campaign and basically analyze like how people interact with it via social media so around that time I have been blogging for five years um and I switched from a hip-hop blogger who interviewed like a bunch of um up-and-coming like Chicago artists Mm -hmm. to uh switching my content to um like lifestyle and like personal development and I wrote a lot about like relationships and like just different things in pop culture and like really getting comfortable with like being authentic and vulnerable um on the on the internet and so I had saw all these challenges going around um on Facebook like for example uh, I saw like post your real hair challenge post you without yeah. no makeup like all those different things like it was super popular that summer and so I thought thought about it and I thought about it and I was like well I don't see anything about self-love uh, I want to create write yourself a love letter challenge and basically what you had to do was you had to post the picture of yourself um, and you had to write a love letter from you to you it sounded extremely simple but what I learned was it was extremely hard for people to not only be vulnerable on the internet but also say nice things to themselves like it, it was very hard for people to you know be able to list and name the things that they loved about themselves Mm -hmm. and I think it's because we're used to people pouring into us yeah and telling telling us like oh well this is what I love about you this is the type of person that you are um this is the impact that you have on people but you a lot of people aren't um self-aware of the impact that they have on people and be able to name those things a lot of people hate the way that they look Mm -hmm. a lot of people hate the way you know their bodies um a lot of people similar to self have been in out of like really toxic uh relationships and you know has a lot of people struggle with like low self-esteem and just different things like that and so 
I realized at the same time of coming up with that and learning those things about people, uh, I too was, you know, struggling heavy with self-love. I too was struggling heavy with, um, you know, low self-esteem and like hating the way that I looked and, you know, just settling, you know, for less and like just all these different things, super young. Like I experienced a lot of, a a lot of things in life extremely young and Mm -hmm. a light bulb kind of went off. And I I told myself, like, I didn't want to be old as hell, (laughs) you know, going through the same old bull you know because i used to say okay i didn't want to be old as hell going through the same old bullshit you know because i saw like women in my family in their 30s and 40s and 50s still going through the same drama with niggas and i'm just like what is happening here like and while there isn't a cut uh age you know cut off where you need to have your shit together it was I knew it was certain a certain way that I wanted to live my life and I knew that I deserved peace and I knew I deserved healthy relationships and it took me and it took me a while to like even uh realize that because I had never seen examples of like healthy relationships in my household Mm -hmm. uh in in the neighborhood I grew up in friend like I never saw that shit and so um the challenge the social media challenge came first to basically answer Aisha's question (laughs) that came first then um how I ended up turning it into an event was that when I was in college, I um, used to volunteer for an organization called the Women's Center. And the Women's Center is basically an organization that provides resources and support for women and their non-offending partners and children who have experienced sexual assault and domestic violence, two things I have experienced with. And so um, one of the program coordinators was like, hey, I saw your Write Yourself a Love Letter Challenge um, and how popular it was all over Facebook. Um, would you mind come hosting it as like a workshop for on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. uh, for the women of the Women's Center? Because I'm throwing them a Valentine's Day party. Um, and we're serving like some of our clients and like we've opened it up to the public. Would you mind? I ain't never thought about hosting a workshop before, <laughs> like ever. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So Valentine's Day of 2017, that was the first time I presented it as a workshop. I graduated college later in 2017 and I moved back to home to Chicago and um, I knew I wanted to get like reacclimated to the city. Uh, I had been gone for five years for, for college. Um, and so I wasn't as plugged in as a blogger as like, you know, I used to be and stuff like that. But then I was also older and more grown now. And so I was just like, okay, well, I, I enjoy going to events. Um, I had experience with throwing events like in college, but like never in the city. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about it. And in 2018, um, I I got the idea. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring Write Yourself a Love Letter Challenge to life. It's going to be a self-love workshop, and I'm going to have it around Valentine's Day. Well, February of 2018, it was a big snowstorm, and <laughs> I ended up having right. a, I ended up having to cancel it or postpone it. And so then um, I ended up being able to reschedule um, and had it like three weeks later um, in March. And so usually the workshop is in March, every every March, but this year it won't be. Right. I've, I've seen the wild. <laughs> <laughs> 
like Kobe is still out in the streets. Like, Kobe, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, what you say? So, do we will we get any more books from Miss Kid Smith? Absolutely. So, I've decided that no matter like what my day job is, because um, right now I actually do have a nine to five again after like ten months of not having a nine to five. Um, I just this is like I just finished up like three weeks of my nine to five that I have. So I, I work in communications again. Um, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I decided I wanted to be where the money reside. And <laughs> same right. always. And you see me, Aisha. We yeah, giving it up. Exactly. Never. <laughs> um and so, but yes, you guys will get more books from me. Uh, I decided I'm gonna be a writer for the rest of my life. No. Um, my ne- my next book is coming out in June of this year, actually, and it's on the fiction side and um, still some of the same themes as far as like self-love and like personal development. But um, the unique thing about this story is I actually wrote this book um, when I was 15 years old. I finished it when I was 16 um, and I still have the original notebook and I was just reading it and it was like, wow, I've always been this person even like before I kind of like knew or was able to kind of like verbalize who mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I always been a person who was like very serious about like mental health, even before I started going to therapy. I always have been a person that, you know, never wanted my circumstances or the life that I came from to like define who I am as a person and I've been this way since I was 15 years old and it's just like whatever so that to me kind of like helped me define like what my purpose is um in life and I was just like okay wow like this solidifies everything like God always knew who I was and I just Mm -hmm. had to kind of like I had to lean into that I had to like you know stop running away from um who I am and what I was put on this earth to do and I really do believe that like words is my gift writing is my gift writing is essentially my salvation so to answer your question yes you guys will get more (laughs) books um more books this year it will be a fiction book uh I believe next year I might drop a poetry and prose book okay um there's gonna be I know when I turn 30 there will be a part two to write yourself a love letter challenge. So like more questions, um, more, you know, more musings on, you know, how to become your best self. So I'm super excited to, um, let you all see my new baby, my new kid, new kid on the (laughs) way, um, June of this year. That is so exciting. So with all this self love talk, how did you learn to love yourself? Like, what steps did you take? Was it an easy journey? Was it messy? Was it hard? Did it involve other people, even though it is a self-love journey? I would say, hell no, it's not <laughs> easy. <laughs> uh, it's so hard. Uh, trial and error is honestly how I learned, because when you don't have a blueprint before you, essentially um you gonna fall and bump your head and stumble um we we are often fighting against like loneliness because self-love does not 
replace the desire and the yearning for romantic love but what it does is help you set the standard of what you deserve and what you expect when you are out here trying to um, get romantic love but even outside of like being in relationships self-love is also important when it comes to like discipline Mm -hmm. uh, believing in yourself not settling for like careers that you can just so many different things Um, but I focus on relationships um, quite a lot when I I talk about self-love because not only in the romantic sense but also like our relationships our family members you know like if you come from a a toxic family like how do you learn how to navigate that and not you know cut off your people Uh or even if you have cut off your people like how do you learn how to navigate relationships with like your friends or your choosing your chosen family Uh you know um but i would say it's uh it's trial and error it's trial and error i would say a big um a big component in me learning how to love myself outside of like just journaling and stuff is therapy. Yes. Therapy has, yes, I'm uh-huh. a therapy advocate. Me too. Uh, I am a therapy advocate. I feel like if you have the resources to go, then you should, you need to go. Even if you feel like there's quote unquote, nothing wrong with you. Everybody needs an unbiased. Yes. To listen to you and to help you like create some action plans and just different things like that. So I would say therapy um, has been such a big blessing in my life. Uh, my therapist is a black woman, and, and I think black women therapists are amazing. They are. Uh, <laughs> it's very. It's. I think it's dope to like be able to meet with someone who understands. You know, even if y'all do come from different backgrounds and paths. We have that common um, that common denominator of being black and being both women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just having somebody who could relate to you. Like, I talk to my therapist like I would talk to, like, one of my friends. I don't have to code switch. I don't have to, like, put up a mask or anything like that. I could be 100% myself. And she'll give it to me straight. No chaser, <laughs> you know. Of course, you know, being professional, but, like, still saying, like, yeah, Kia, you tweaking. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so, I would say therapy. Therapy has been um, super helpful. But I would say probably the first step to love yourself is to become aware. Like, where in what areas do you not love? Are you not showing yourself love? Um, or how are you displaying that you not that you don't love yourself what patterns are you repeating because if you let's say you're a person who has been uh like me so in the past before I left the streets (laughs) um I was a person who always attracted like the same type of dude um they didn't necessarily like look alike or anything like that but they all had like certain things in common emotionally uh, unavailable Mm. um extremely selfish um narcissistic Mm. manipulative control I just these different types of things and I used to think like damn like why why do these dudes keep like coming towards me but then I had to take accountability it's like okay yes these might be the pickings out here but also like why do you keep choosing these type of things and so uh, I had to get to the root of that therapy helped helped me get to the root of that but oftentimes when we go and we go through toxic relationships um, we don't we don't always look at 
what we're doing to make these choices. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn account- accountability when it came to self love. And then I also had to learn um, grace and compassion. You know, like I'm not somebody, wow, wow personal growth and development is something that is ongoing ongoing just like healing I'm not a person that's walking around like broken and I always have to fix something like sometimes I'm just cool being still you know who I yeah. am you know um and I just had to and then I just had to learn how not to constantly beat myself up about past decisions yes it's just and that's so important like we will I feel like people we if you are constantly beating yourself up about a mistake you made five years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it's kind of just like damn, like when are you giving yourself room to like move forward? It's like okay, acknowledge what happened in the past and then move forward. You don't gotta keep holding on to that and reminding yourself of that and speaking to yourself negatively every time you try to move forward. That's that's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Uh so learning how to give myself uh, forgiveness, grace, and compassion as well is also um, a very, very big component of self-love. And then I would say the last tip, last step is um, learning how not to settle. So not settling anything. Like I know I had to literally make a list of standards um, and expectations that I have and wanted from a partner or whatever and I I analyzed like every dude that I was talking to <laughs> at the moment and I was just like wow okay this person has this but they don't have this and I'm settling for this and then okay this person these are all my deal breakers here so why am I still holding why am I still holding on to this person Drag and never, you know and so I think being able to kind of just like not settle and like learn how to be okay with the loneliness. Uh, I often say like, don't let loneliness make decisions for you. And that is really, it's really, really hard to retrain your brain, uh, to retrain your brain because I think women in particular, we are socialized. A lot of us are socialized that having somebody, it's anybody is better than having nobody at all. And for a long time, I used to believe that. Like, I used to struggle with loneliness so much. Used to be the girl on the internet talking about, oh, I hate sleeping alone. Like, just <laughs> like, just, uh, just so sensitive. So, uh, like, <laughs> I had to get strong and self and be like, and then the pandemic came and like in the yeah. mid- beginning of the pandemic, it was like real shaky because you couldn't be outside. You couldn't really yeah. meet nobody. So whoever was sliding on, then you was just like, okay, I, I mean, right. I guess you could come over and, you know, and then I just had to snap out of it. Like, whoa, I am really letting loneliness make decisions for me. And this is backfiring because no. And uh, you got to learn how to not to settle. And I think, learn I think for women we have to learn uh, what are our standards you know and if you don't know what your standards are you really need to take some personal time and write them down speak them out loud audio record them whatever it is that you like to do and like really remind yourself if you don't want a narcissistic partner stand on that if you don't want a self-centered partner stand on that if you don't want 
somebody that don't have their own money stand on that. Don't I sure don't. Okay, girl. listen. And I'm standing on that. And stand on that. You know, <laughs> don't be don't be lenient. Don't don't bend back on your standards. You have to stick to your stay stay ten toes down on your standards because if you don't, you'll regret them. And it's not being mean or nitpicky or if you have a certain way that you want to live your life and everybody that you allow in your life, you need them to measure up in some type of way. And if they don't want to, there's the door for them. No, we're not forcing nobody. We're not manipulating nobody. We ain't giving nobody no ultimatums. Look, this is what it is. And if you can't meet or exceed, go to somebody who will be happy with who you are and what you are providing in this moment. Because <laughs> it's not me. Yeah. I will say that, like, from like um like the married perspective like and somebody who's been in a long term relationship that like a lot of people come to me like for like relationship advice and I'm just like um, I'm you know figuring out this this out just as much as you are however one thing that I will say is just like just to reiterate what you said is like a lot of people we get hung up on like not being lonely and trying to avoid being lonely and it's like some of us may not end up, you know, being married or being in relationships. And that's okay. Like, that shouldn't be your end goal. Like, your end goal should be making sure that you happy regardless and that you good mm-hmm. regardless. Like, you know, and that, mm-hmm. like, if you, like, you can't, just like a lot of memes say, if you can't marry the CEO, you be the CEO. You know, like, you don't mm-hmm. have to put your happiness on somebody else and be dependent on somebody else so definitely just want to drive home that point because I'm like it's okay to not be in a relationship it's fine like you know Mm -hmm. it's a chapter in my book I believe it's like chapter nine and it's like um uh my book is right here (laughs) The, the title the title of the title of that chapter is basically um so what if I never find my person yeah and in a in a chapter I talk about how um, basically the universal self-love message, the fake self-love messages, you know, love yourself or nobody will or love yourself so you could get this happy relationship. And then I basically right. break down my thought process of a healthy relationship is not a reward mm. for loving yourself like it's yeah not. like yeah who wouldn't want to if you desire to be married and you've done all this self-love work and you'll sit up here and look up like oh where's my husband where's my wife where's my husband you know yeah but that's not a reward for loving yourself you love yourself to set the standards and uh for yourself and increase the quality of your life and let people know that they can't play with you you're not sitting up here loving yourself just because you just want a man yeah you want to be married or whatever the case may be and you want some kids now mind you self-love does not replace the desire for romantic love Mm -hmm. of course but at the same time getting that romantic love is not like the benchmark because i'm sure aisha could tell you even in relationships and being married you don't stop practicing self-love period you never (laughs) stop (laughs) you never stop um even with me dating um uh uh exclusively dating at the moment um it you know i was just telling him i was just like you know i gotta get back to you know taking myself out on dates once a week and just you know spending time with myself because even though i have you to do things right right now and like i still don't want to forget who I am and my identity outside yeah. of 
me and you, you know, you don't stop pra- practicing self-love just because you got a man. <laughs> <laughs> a hundred. I, I will say for my, on the flip side, I think my problem is, I think I might love myself too much because I'll be like, don't like, you know how you mm. like, oh, I got to remember to take myself. I'm like still super like self mm-hmm. even when I'm like dating because I'm dating right now and I'm like oh, I don't want to I don't want to be by myself like, yeah I don't want to always do this with you all the time mm-hmm. yeah I'm look I'm going out the country next month and, he's and that's not, just on period and he's not going <laughs> you know he's not going um but yeah I, it is it is kind of hard but I think with this person um just the dynamics of our relationship is very easy to kind of shift for me it's 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 easy to shift from like I to we or whatever okay for, you know that's what I'm picking up um, you know I it got it, it gotta be something because something. it's something you know I'm okay. a simp <laughs> You are, and I've been creeping on your um story. Like, <laughs> hell, I need the details at this point, cause you, cause you, I'm trying to piece together. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, I, but I will say, I am happy for you, cause you deserve it. But again, you know, like you said, it's not a res- reward for being a good person or loving yourself. But it is good to see your girls getting loved yes. down. So I'm glad that you are. And so our last question is, what is one thing that you want people to take away from our conversation today? Oh, there's so many <laughs> things. I know I talked a lot. Um, I would say take away that self-love is a continuous journey, but it doesn't have to be a dreadful journey. Um, it's tough, but it doesn't always have to be tough. I think some things are hard because we make it that way. And then some things are just naturally hard. Like being able to reprogram and conquer your mind is a very big, um, it's a very big feat, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but you can do it. Like if you're listening, like you can do it, take it one day at a time. You don't have to become an expert. Nobody's an expert here, but, um, just do what makes sense and is authentic to you. And then also healing is also continuous and that's okay as well. Um, and then finally, um, just, you know, you can, you could redefine self-love every single day. Like Mm. if you would have asked me, five years ago when I started this journey or maybe just like even became cognizant of it because I feel like I've always been on the Mm self-love journey but becoming aware of it um you can you can redefine what self-love means to you um at any moment and because it's ever-changing just like we're ever-changing but don't settle spend some time with yourself um and even if you are in a relationship don't forget don't lose yourself in the identity of the relationship um retain your individuality as much as possible amen amen well where can people find your book and how can people continue to support you let us know that before before we hop off Okay, um, y'all can find me on social media everywhere at Kia Smith Writes. Um, and then as far as where to purchase my book, um, it's always available on my website, kiasmithwrites.com. Um, whether you scroll to the top or if you click on the menu part, um, if you're on your phone, 
um, the title of the book is there, or you could click purchase my book, and yes, you'll receive um, a custom bag, a personal personal note from me, um, and other like really cool knickknacks. And then I got some merch coming pretty pretty soon, um, so stay on the lookout for that. But yeah. I'm getting some, right. yes. And, and I want a note. I want a personal note. <laughs> okay, I send you a book. I send both of y'all a book. I will send both of you guys Aww. a book. Um, uh, just yeah, send y'all address and I'll definitely send it. Um, uh, but yeah, that's how y'all can find me. Um, tap in with me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, Kia Smith writes everywhere. So yep. Well, I think I can speak for me and Aisha when I say that we are so happy that you joined us yes. today. Thank and you for like, having me. Yana, <laughs> just thank you for always being a girl's girl and supporting us from day one. We really, really, really appreciate you. And just continue to keep winning. Aisha, do you got something else to add? Because I just love her. <laughs> me too. No, I don't have anything else to add. Um, it was great having you on the podcast. And we appreciate you so much. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate being on the podcast. I love um, I love talking. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk all day, especially about my book and self-love and just relationships. So, y'all made me want to pour up a glass of wine and talk some more. Period. <laughs> okay, well, you have fun on your dinner date. Miss, yeah. Miss yes, ma'am. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. All right, friends, we are back. And I don't know about y'all, but after that conversation, I'm just definitely like feeling like, yes, girl, you deserve it all. Set your boundaries. Go ahead. When you when you go to work tomorrow, you're not taking no shit. Like, <laughs> like all of that, like, period. Like, you put yourself first. That's how I'm feeling after that conversation with Kia. It was just amazing, you know, a nice refresher. I love Kia. I'm part yeah. of the kids fan club. Uh, <laughs> no, she always brings the, the bad bitch out of me. So thank you for always doing that for me. Exactly. <laughs> even if even if you like already, you know, was already feeling confident today or already been on your journey, it's just a nice refresher to, you know, check yourself and be like, what have I been doing to take care of myself within the last week? So that brings me. Uh, like brings me to a question for you, Tamika. How have you been showing yourself some self love since the last time we talked on the podcast? The last okay, I've been showing myself some self love by actually working out. Okay, and it's like, oh, you want to be healthy and all this, this, that, and the third. Okay, so what you gonna do? And like, yeah. he has sent, hey, he on a huge part of self love, which is discipline. Like, me just being really disciplined and, like, you know, working out, um, staying disciplined with my diet because those are huge parts of loving myself. Like, I can't say I love myself, and I'm not taking care of my body when it's the only place that I'm going to ever live. Right. So, that's what I've been doing to take care of myself and show myself some love, holding myself accountable is what I've been doing to show myself love. 
100%. I would say I've definitely been doing that for sure. Like just getting back to like, uh, you know, like a nice regimen, like every day, every week, like just making sure that I'm eating the right things, trying not to drink as much, you know, yeah. that's important. Cause just like you said, when you feel good on the inside, you're going to feel good on the outside and you can really like make clear and like conscious decisions when you feel in your best, um, and also, you know, making like little appointments for myself here and there. Like, you know, I'm going to get a massage maybe before the end of the month, you know, maybe going to get my hair done a couple times. Mm -hmm. I went and got my hair done a couple times since the last time we had, um, the last time we had the podcast. So just doing a little maintenance like that. Because, you know, when you feel good, you know, you have no choice but to kill it. Nah, that's very true. Period. So... Before we wrap up, um, let's do the Am I the Only One moment of the month. Um, do you have a moment? I do. Okay. Am I, and I see, I'm so, I be annoyed by, uh, oh my God, I can't talk. I be <laughs> annoyed with myself because I'm always being contradictory to what uh -oh. I'm saying. Like, so just on the lab, I'm like, I don't want to travel. Oh my God, blah, blah. Child, I've been traveling so crazy this week, and I just don't ever want to do it again. Yeah, like it's too much. So, <laughs> am I the only one? And I know I'm be the only one because I see y'all in Atlanta, in Miami, in Puerto Rico, every right? Week, so I know that I'm the only one, right? But I'm still gonna act. <laughs> am I the only one tired of traveling during the pandemic? It's so yeah. stressful and tiring and just like I don't even want to do shit no more like when I get to wherever I'm going I don't even want to do it it's been too, it's been too much yeah I definitely feel that sometimes like when it comes to traveling it's like I need to travel to like give me some type of like excitement but then like once it's over with it's like I need to get back to my routine my regimen to yes a nice, you know sound and organized life I feel like it's such a cat and mouse game like, yeah uh, and then like just traveling in a pandemic is like like you said it's exhausting because even when you go somewhere it's like I don't want to do too much because I don't want to catch COVID like you know even when you come back you're like did I catch COVID when I got back let me go ahead and get a test like you know so it's just it is like some it comes with a lot of like stressors traveling right now but it's yeah. definitely needed for that little break because if not you know you know drive yourself insane <laughs> I feel like that's gonna happen either way <laughs> yeah <laughs> but what's yours I don't know am I the only one that is ready to bear to live the life that you are destined to live um and what I mean by that is just like you know you're not gonna bear fruit in every single season you know you have to plant grind do all of that um when you are like working towards you know when you're going through the journey at the end of the day um and still I struggle with this statement in general because it's like when are you ever really going to be truly happy you know it's like you got this now you still want more and then you got mm -hmm. this now you still want more yeah. however um I'm very content with where I'm at now however I just feel like you know <laughs> I just feel like what I'm ultimately working for is like a little bit more freedom yeah flexibility to be able to do what I want on my own terms so I just feel like that is what I'm working towards. And that's just where I want to be. Like, you know, am I the only one that's just like ready to live the life that you are destined 
to live. Like, I think it's just the Pisces in me who just like, I just really need my space and freedom to do what I want to do. Um, but I'm on my way there, but I'm just, you know, sometimes I get a little impatient with the journey, but, um, other than that, that is just my, am I the only one moment for the month? Yeah, you're not the only one there, sister. I feel like <laughs> all the time. But like you said, I'm really just trying to strike that balance of like being like grateful too, because I don't want to keep chasing the, just like how you was talking about with vacations. Like I don't want to like go on vacation, love it. And then now I'm like, okay, I got to get home and get back to work. But then when I'm at home and I'm back to work, I'm like, damn, I want to go on vacation. Like I want to really just you know, rebel in where I'm at. And it's yes. hard to do, but I think it can be done. So, it's yeah, a journey. Girl, it is, absolutely. It's a journey. And just like we said when we were talking with Kia, like, you know, you got to extend yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just extend yourself some grace. Be kind to yourself. And just being more cognizant of when we just, like, being ungrateful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, any announcements? Um, you know, not too many, but I mean, we could possibly be having an event coming up. I don't know though, so <laughs> I don't even want to like, you know, put that out there. But maybe, <laughs> maybe. But the mm-hmm. only way that you will know is if you keep tuning into the podcast. Yeah, and follow us on social media. You know where you can find us at underscore. Am I the only one? That one is spelled out. O N E and also on the website only one That number one is just the number one. So am I the only one.org. So stay in touch and stay in tune. And that's how you can find out if we are having an event soon. If. 